Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of O23 Radio. This is your host, Jordan Todd, and I'm here joined, as always, by O23 founder and CEO, Brian Costello. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Excited to get going today. Yeah. Yeah, guys. So today we have a really important episode to the entire story of O23 and really just why this exists, how we got here and the, the story that led here. And so today we're just going to be really talking about the story, um, the O23 origin story, you know, starting from the beginning, all the trials and tribulations that, uh, that got us to where we are and then why we're so excited about the current place that the, the business and the mission is in and, and where we see it going, going forward. So we're going to go back to the very start and, and kick us off. So, Brian, why don't you take us back to the beginning yeah. of uh, of the inception before this was even a thought in that little head of yours? Right, right. Yeah, the beginning is the best place to start. Um, one little quick thing, though, just to, uh, just to share with the audience why I felt called to you know have an episode where we tell this whole thing start to finish is because um, there's a lot of aspects of this journey that were very important, very vital, in, you know, having the product that we have today that I think it's important for coaches to kind of see that process and how it came about and why we made certain decisions. And I also just, you know, we find ourselves telling parts of the story in different pieces of our program and certification and people coming in, having, you know, general understanding of, you know, how we got here and what we're all about and these things. But um, it's, we don't really have one place where that whole story is told start to finish. And I think that, uh, you know, I think it will be valuable. So yeah, let's do it. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the story starts, it really starts, like you said, kind of before it starts, where I um, opened my first, well, first and only gym, and it was a CrossFit affiliate, and I opened in uh, 2010, January 2010, so we, like, started in 2009, opened in 2010, and it was, so it was kind of, like, early on in the whole CrossFit slash functional fitness revolution, and um, it was, ultimately a very, very important chapter of my life journey for, for many, many reasons. And uh, including, you know, the, where we are today, of course. So um, it was ultimately a success in like pretty much any way you could measure the success of a, a CrossFit affiliate. We had a large community, a very, very tight knit, supportive, um, friendly community. We did tons of different events and fundraisers and socials and all that kind of stuff. We had people getting lots of success in coming, you know, what they came for, um, in what they came to the gym for, like the typical getting stronger, losing weight, all these types of things. And we also had a competitive team where we competed in the regionals and things like that, had some individuals. And then also from a business standpoint, we did have success as a business. Um, and pretty much, like I said, any way that you could could measure it. So it was, uh, again, a huge success and a big part of my life. And, uh, and there were things that I learned very valuable lessons. And I ultimately, you know, ended up stepping away. And, um, before I get to that though, I just want to kind of paint the picture of, of, you know, our service a little bit. So people have an idea of, you know, this was early in the CrossFit days and, um, things have changed a lot in, inside these gym walls of, of places like this now, but we were kind of, we led the charge in a lot of ways, especially, I mean, in our local market for sure, but we had five full-time staff every day had a full lesson plan, including um, an on your own warm-up, a group warm-up, skill instruction, uh, scaled, or, or I guess, I don't know if the uh, scale would be the word there, but designed to meet uh, all three different ability levels every single time. 
And we ultimately had some, at certain points, at different level classes. Um, we had a very thorough CrossFit 101 program, which was like an onboarding type of program. We had an assistant coach on the floor at every time that was in charge just of um, really uh, technique instruction. And then also just kind of answer, floating around the room, answering questions, making sure everybody was taken care of. And these were, you know, 15-ish person classes. So not huge, but having two eyes on everybody. Um, so we just, we led with quality. We were all about quality, quality, quality coaching in our service. And we were proud of that. And it's a big thing of what we do. So I just wanted, I, I thought that's important to the conversation because um, I guess where I'll go next you know, it makes it make more sense for where I'm going to go next. But regardless, despite all of these things, I was still, after, you know, several years, I still started seeing some consistent patterns emerging. And I started noticing this phase of like, you know, client comes in, they're usually pretty deconditioned, or at least not in like that CrossFit shape, even if they've been going to the gym, but most were coming in without much big fitness at all. And they'd start and they'd really, you know, start, um, you know, right away, just feel great mentally and emotionally. Wow. This is awesome. I found my thing. I feel welcome here. People are nice. It's a great community. I'm pushing myself. Like I'm doing things. I'm encouraged. I'm supported. Like, you know, that, that, that honeymoon phase that we call it coming in at PR all the time and, and whatnot. And every day is better and better. And then I realized that that would tend to start to fade after a while. And it makes sense. The honeymoon kind of wears off. But what I started noticing is about in that like one, anywhere between the one to two, maybe three year mark. And we had a, a lot of clients that stayed with us this long. Um, it, it was basically came down to like two things would happen. Either one, they were sort of like, quote, in shape. Like they got that initial baseline fitness level. They might, you know, they weren't like, you know, shredded, you know, shredded head to toe competing in high level kind of in shape, but just like for an everyday person and everyday life, like in shape, like, you know, the main conditioning was there, their strength was up. They were kind of hitting that point where um, improvements were now coming in like smaller incremental, uh, uh, you know, chunks as opposed to like every single time they walked in the gym. So that was one option, uh, one uh, result. The second was that they were stuck like feeling like discouraged, you know, like maybe they're still like in that shape, but they feel like I'm just sort of plateauing. I'm not really getting any closer to my goals. I had these long-term goals. They're still kind of like feeling not like they're getting any closer. Um, you know, honeymoon, you know, worn off like that emotional side is kind of, this is part of my life now. And some, a lot of times, you know, nagging injuries or you know, attendance starting to be inconsistent, all that type of stuff. And but the, the point is that like in either of those cases, I couldn't really help much more, right? Whether it was they were in shape and I was now helping them kind of maintain it. And I was helping them just um, like, you know, make those incremental changes and improve their skills a little bit and start to take things to the next level from a skill standpoint and whatnot. But that to me wasn't like, you know, there wasn't that life-changing type of, you know, that life-changing potential wasn't really there anymore. There was now smaller wins. Um, or again, like they're stuck. And I start to see, I started to notice that they needed much more than we could, we could um, give them in one hour a day in a group setting a couple times a week. But I didn't have any way to do that. So I felt kind of helpless. And, um, so either way, I'm, I'm ending, I'm starting to notice the cycle where I really can only keep people happy for, you know, two to three years at the most. And I'm going to have to either just keep finding new people every two or three years or I got to figure out some other way to keep people happy and keep them moving forward. So 
So anyway, that was like kind of where I was from a, a coaching career standpoint. And I, I didn't have a lot of clarity on it. I just felt kind of frustrated by it. Um, I was also frustrated with some other things as far as like the shifting of the industry in general, where it became very focused on the, the games and the open. And not that I didn't get very caught up in that, but in hindsight, it wasn't really the right move. I don't think for, for most gyms like ours, there was a lot of market saturation becoming an issue. And just CrossFit was now kind of becoming um, you know, pulled into the mainstream fitness BS really that we were supposed to be so anti, you know, the CrossFit was supposed to be the answer to all of that stuff. And I was like, this isn't really the CrossFit that I remember the CrossFit that I got into in, in, in 2006, seven, where we we're going to take over the fitness industry and, you know, it would change everything forever. And, 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 you know, we're the anti mainstream, like we, like I mentioned, but so I saw this pattern of like, okay, I can have this, you know, good sized gym and every year we'll do the open and we'll have these couple events every year and we'll do a nutrition challenge in the spring and the fall. Like we started getting, I noticed a few years of like cycles starting and I realized like, okay, this is good, but this is what it's like going to be essentially. And to me, that was when I immediately realized like, no, this isn't what I'm going to do for the next 20 years. Right. Like I, I knew there was more. Um, so anyway, I ended up changing hands with the gym. I sold it to one of my coaches in 2016. And although it was fun, we had a big, you know, party at the end and send off thing and this and that inside, I was, I was definitely like frustrated. I kind of felt like I was walking away with my head hung a little bit low. And personally, I was just like physically, mentally, and emotionally drained, like completely drained on empty in all those categories. So yeah, that's kind of the, the recap of that part. Yeah. And I just find it really interesting. Like you're talking, describing this then even in you know 2022, like current day, what you had was really what every affiliate owner, every gym owner's goal is to have mm -hmm. you, you, you know, what you started out aiming to achieve, you achieved that. And once you got there, you know, now we're just frustrated with the limitations that this put on you in different ways. Yes. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a matter of your inability to do this thing well it was the system was now becoming the limiter and yes. you know you built kind of your own golden handcuffs in this situation and stuff and um and, and realizing that even though you built this thing to the highest extent to where you want to go it still wasn't exactly what you wanted yeah. in getting into this to help people in the, the greatest extent yeah that's a good point it's like exactly so we were hitting our goals and then realizing that i still wasn't meeting my needs from a fulfillment standpoint that I realized like, even though like the best case scenario of this isn't going to be my best, you know, yeah. the best for and, me in the long run. And to the point where, yeah, you had this successful gym and essentially gave that all, all up and walked mm -hmm. away from it to, to, to pursue something else. And so I know that was really the start of your real holistic journey. Obviously, mm -hmm. like you talked about physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually drained, which leads you down some interesting paths, some, yeah. some exploration, which I know was the next chapter of your life, which uh, yeah. let's get into that. Yeah. That's the next important step is, you know, and, and I know I just kind of said that quickly, physically, mentally, emotionally drained. Um, but to just summarize why, I mean, this was now, I was in my late twenties at this point, might've been 30, 29, 30, forget. Oh yeah. 30 in 2016. So yeah, I was just hitting 30, but this whole process, I opened when I was 23 and it was at a stage in my life. I was a young entrepreneur. I was go, go, go. I was every answer was yes to any request and any need. I didn't really know how to have boundaries. I didn't know how to turn work off. I didn't know how to have, let's say, 
difficult conversations with staff and members and things. I just kind of avoided them or just, you know, plead people pleasing and, and whatnot. And, you know, long hours, lots of stress, all those types of things. And it was something I kept, you know, I could pull off for lack of a better term for a while, even though I wasn't really, I was just kicking the can down the road. And then late twenties come around, you know, five, six years of that. And um, I was just hurt and I was, I was just drained, burnt, hurting literally physically like injuries like left and right. Cause I was also using high intensity workouts to kind of escape that stress. Um, so anyway, I stepped away, you know, when I stepped away, I took this opportunity to prioritize myself and said, I'm, I'm like, um, you know, really intentionally said to myself, I'm going to put myself first here. Something I realized I was not uh, doing. Like I look back and I, was, I never put myself first. I used to jokingly say when we, we used to hover about 200, 250 members, say I'm, I'm priority 251. And that's how it felt. And um, I, you know, my, I was a walking representation of that. And I decided I'm going to take some time here and I'm going to just put myself first in my lifestyle, my priorities, my working out, like all those things. And um, I was living, I had just, we had just got engaged somewhat soon. I can't remember the exact timeline. And I had this, this nice little lake house out in the quieter area of Long Island. And I started, I kind of isolated myself a little bit. I'm maybe not even kind, take out the kind of, but I isolated myself a little for a while. just needed a break from just being, you know, in that interacting with people all day, every day kind of thing. And I started exploring some really different ways of living, some different lifestyle practices. And so reading a lot, started listening to podcasts, kind of the first time I was really getting into podcasts, um, documentaries, whatever it may be. Social media was now becoming a, a resource as well of like learning new things. And I was kind of getting into some crazy stuff. And not like super crazy, but like what seemed very, very different and outside the box at the time. I think breath work was probably the first thing that was like this different thing that I got into and like was committed to for a while. Um, I did the Wim Hof course in 2015, just seven years ago, very early on. And uh, I was like, wow, okay. And then this led to like, you know, like a meditative practice. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm turn I'm, things are changing here. I'm just feeling different. And I'm like, I was really just opening myself up to the fact that maybe, um, constantly varied high intentional uh high intensity functional movements isn't the you know end all be all to being fit and healthy so i then um i i, I ultimately was i noticed that this idea of fasting kept coming popping up in my life like pretty much um like all like it was just like popping up in like kind of weird places and enough to make me be like what why do i keep seeing stuff about fasting like what, what's going on here and this is something well, I'll just like hit briefly just because it, I know it distracts, it takes us off course sometimes, but long, long story short, my wife and I researched and prepared for many, several months and ended up doing a extended fast, it was a 30 day fast. And we used it as a chance. We were both in a position like we need like a once and for all kind of reset. We need to start the next chapter of our life, leave behind Cause it was, I was having trouble with closure around like the gym situation. Cause we were still like working out there and stuff. It was just like kind of feeling weird. Like couldn't really move on to the next thing. Yada, yada. So this was like a reset and we got so much more than um, we bargained for. I'll, I'll say that it, 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 
radically shifted my entire lens on how health and fitness and happiness works really. And I think the biggest thing was the fact that like I had been stuck for many years. I didn't mention this part, but I was in, in the gym in, in, you know, when I was doing my own stuff and still own the gym, I was always trying to better myself and push myself and kind of looking for that next thing, that answer. And that answer always in my mind was like some kind of special program, some kind of special piece of equipment or gear or supplement or new diet or new coach. Or, and I was always trying all this new, 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 more, more, more and coming up empty. I, I was coming up empty. And once I started you know, on this fast, I realized like, wow, what I really need was less. I need less, less, less. I needed to take away the things that were distracting me essentially and getting in the way and interfering with my, my um, ability to connect to myself and hear my intuition and all these types of things. So through this process and afterwards, I just started thriving. And it's where I kind of started using the word thriving, thinking about this idea of thriving. Um, I was getting up to watch sunrise virtually every single morning taking walks and hikes with my dog at that time. I was eating a large majority of my food from the local farm stands. I was meditating every day. I was hiking, like I said, long walks, reading a ton podcast, like, and then like not doing a lot of other things that I had been doing, like consuming, um, you know, a lot of TV, uh, any like alcohol or just whatever. Like I just, everything starts becoming easy to just switch around radical change. But what I was learning most, most of all was that the, the best teachers I was learning from, the best practice, most effective practices, the, the, the philosophies and theories, they were the most simple. They were so simple. And I was like, ah, okay, like I'm starting to get this now. It's simple, it's simple, it's simple. So I then feeling this way, feeling so good and having be executed so simply, I started thinking to myself, this is what people need this is what my clients need this is what i need to you know bring to the world really and that's where i started feeling a strong call back to coaching which i wasn't sure if i was going to back for uh, at one point i started to feel this strong call back to to coaching so yeah brian like the word that i really hear standing out there was like intuition and, and I know that's a word we talk about a lot here at 023 with all of our programs and with clients and everything. And the big thing that was, you know, hearing you talk, it's like in your gym days, you were having these intuitive feelings that like, this isn't mm -hmm. the answer. Mm -hmm. It's like, there was something in you saying, what I'm doing isn't it. This isn't, this isn't the, the finality of this, but you didn't know what else was out there. So there was all this doubt, all these things swirling in your mind of like, am I crazy? Am I just not doing something right? whatever it was. And it was this stripping down this simplifying process, getting away from the community where like more is always the answer. And you're able to like basically confirm that theory. You're able to like confirm your intuition that like, holy, like if I listen to what's inside me, I tend to lead myself to a pretty good spot. Yes. And, and that's where this, uh, this journey that I think we all go through in different capacities, but when you learn to like tune into that, it's such a powerful thing. And this was just yourself in like a very uh, big scale. Like you talk about swinging very uh, far to one side. This was just swinging far to the other side yes. to find where that balance is and where everything lands, which I know you said, this is what kind of brought you back to coaching. And it was something of like, people need this simplicity. They need to mm -hmm. know there's another way. Mm -hmm. uh, that there's a different way of living and, and something that can be 
full of, of life and thriving like we're talking about here, which is what kind of led into the next bit of starting to experiment with this with other people and, and sharing this message. Yeah, exactly. And that's an important point because first of all, me doing the fast, it's like the first time in my life, I really like just went with my gut, my intuition on something that I couldn't really logically justify all that much. I mean, I was learning about it, researching it and realizing there's you know, a lot of benefits here, but it just felt like the right thing to do. It felt like my intuition was just driving me towards it. And then I, through that process, I learned that. And I started realizing that most of the things I was doing in my practices, I started, I started you know, realizing I, I don't need, wasn't that I didn't need help because I was learning things, I was reading things, but like on a day-to-day basis, I didn't need someone to like tell me what to do. It wasn't like, it was, wasn't always like, oh, what's the right thing to do here? What's right, what's wrong? What's, it just like, I could tell, like my body was just kind of guiding me towards the right and wrong things or yeah, right there's, things. There's, there's, there's no right thing. There's just a thing that feels right. Yes. And only you know that. No yes. one else can tell you that. They can help guide you to learn to listen. But that's where, that's where that, ext- uh, that stops. And that's where you become the master of this. Yeah. And I started being able to decipher what, like, what feels right, like truly feels right. And what just like is a short-term pleasure that I kind of want to do right now, which was how I was living you know, my life prior and how most, you know, most of us live. It's just like, this seems like good. I want to eat this. I want to do that. I want to... And I started realizing, you know, these things that really were the right, the right moves for me. Um, and like you said, I wanted to get back to helping people with that. So I decided uh, to start working with clients again. And at this time, like I said, I was living in, in this house and we had a, a really nice garage set up. Um, I had a lot of leftover equipment for my gym, um, which was like, uh, you know, wall. So I had like wall to wall matted, you know, full gym set up and a sauna and ice tub, all that kind of stuff. And those were things I was doing a lot of now. So um, I basically started, you know, I opened myself back up to my old clientele and was like, hey, you know, offering um, one-on-ones in my garage. And, uh, but for most people, it was just like programming. I'm gonna do programming for you. And then you come here once a week, we'll do breath and ice and discuss lifestyle. And I was, the conversation was like, you know, around, um, you know, all of it, we'll say. And almost immediately I started noticing as people were coming in and I was working with them, the converse, the, the week, the one time a week that they came in was becoming so valuable for them. And it was like, it would come in and like, yeah, your program was good. I got everything done. You know, no, no questions there. Um, anyway, so here's what I'm doing, you know, and they started like really opening up about the lifestyle stuff, like sleep and food and like all these different questions and what should I do about this? What do you think about that? What's your, what's your opinion on yada, yada. And I was, I was acting like a filter in a lot of ways of helping people filter through what, you know, now is in um, social media is exploding as a resource for things. I'm like helping them filter through and teaching them and educating all that stuff. And I was like, wow, this is becoming like the main focus. And I liked it. I felt good. It was awesome. Like that was fueling me, but uh, you know, so I was like, I was on this right path, but I was like, it wasn't structured. It wasn't systemized. It was kind of like, this person's doing mostly this, this person's focusing on that. This person has a lot of, needs a lot of help with this. And it was just scattered and all over the place. And just like, not, you know, it was, we were having results and whatnot, but I, I knew it was just like, this isn't like best. This isn't like the most effective way to do this. And then I was also seeing how much overlap there was or commonalities there were with like core general principles and general understandings of of um, healthy living healthy lifestyle and so I started creating systems and sequential education I started putting together like okay 
every client should start with you know this type of discussion first and really understand these concepts first and then we can build to this and have them focus on these habits first these are like the kind of key uh, you know the key habits and yada 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 and as this was like coming together and feeling good i decided that it was time to to take it online basically mm -hmm. Well, the nature of this, it just lends itself to online because it's conversations. You don't need to be watching someone and like adjusting their form yes. and whatever it is. The delivery of it works very well in the conversational aspect and just what you're talking about, the, the systemization of it. And I think this is something where like your gym days were obviously so valuable in leading to this because mm -hmm. a lot of people in this space, they start uh, seeing these um, we'll call them holistic things. We'll drop the H word, even mm -hmm. though I know you may not have called it that yet, but uh, these holistic modalities, but taking them and putting them in a way that's deliverable, digestible, and understandable to other people so that they can get results is where the, the disconnect happens. Yes. And the reason for that tends to be because of a lack of, of systems and mm -hmm. something that you obviously, uh, have experience in, in building, delivering, and putting together from, you know, the gym standpoint yes. of running something of that size. So it's like, okay, how can we do the same thing with these principles? You're yes. experiencing them. And then now, you know, with the outcome, the, uh, the intention of helping other people, what do we need to put in place and, and how do we start doing that? And, uh, and, you know, as you were putting these things together, that really kind of led to the birth of what would then become 023 as yes. this was, uh, as this was starting out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I found myself doing a lot of, like I said, filtering in a lot of ways and also kind of like helping people take concepts and and nail them down into tangible practical application right so like i heard about this i learned about that i read this thing i heard this podcast and me kind of like filtering through you know what's really valuable there and important and helping them you know turn it into actual steps and i realized that that was going to be a big part of the process was me being this person who kind of has an engulfing uh, encompassing knowledge on all of these things but not like over trying to overwhelm people to be like you need to learn all the stuff that i no, but to filter down to the most foundational fundamental principles in, you know, um, easy to communicate, repeatable, simple philosophies and frameworks. Is that where, um, uh, is that where decomplexify came from? Yeah, I never yeah. heard when, when that oh. word, uh, it came, came about. Yeah. So that's exactly what it was. So, and, and it's funny. Um, I was, I was doing a lot of walking at the time, right? And I was taking these long walks. And I was just like, my mind was going so clean and clear from the fast and what I was then, you know, and how I was eating and living afterwards. And I just felt like so connected. And like, it just felt like clarity coming through all the time. And, and but one of the, I, so I decided I was going to start like writing things down in a journal so I could like start remembering things and teaching people. Well, I actually, I didn't even really think about teaching people too much, but like, just like wanted to have this, all, all these thoughts somewhere. And the very first, I bought a journal and then I went on a walk one day and I came back and the kind of like message I got that day, and the very first thing I wrote down was um, under, uh, see the complexity, teach the simplicity. So it was just like, I, I started understanding, realizing that I, you know, had a talent and or my talents were kind of a, um, in the realm of taking complex topics and breaking them down into simple everyday language for people. Um, and, and like I said before, like the teachers I was learning from, and I was reading a lot of like stoic philosophy and a lot of like ancient wisdom, like, like the Taoist stuff and whatnot. And it was always so simple and so clear, but so powerful. And I started 
realizing that that was a, a skill of mine was being able to take things and make break it down really easy for people. Um, and that was the first thing I ever wrote in the journal. And that's kind of like, you know, this idea of where this came from. I never really liked the word simplify too much mm-hmm. with people because I think like for me back then, if you told me like, oh, it's like a simplified version or like, like a simplified, it's like dumbed down, it's like yeah. dumbed down, like it's not the full thing. And so I, I can't, the decomplexify was a way of kind of like a jokingly way of the same idea, but showing people like it's not simplified in a watered down baby way. It's just broken down in a really tangible, practical way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's obviously something we stuck with. So mm-hmm. with that, like, yeah, again, like coming out of the blocks and into this thing that is now shaping into this, what kind of starts even as the um, intention of working with coaches compared to continuing to work with just individuals? So I, as this became like systemized for lack of a better term, right. And I started realizing that this was something that could be, you know, repeated and, and, and scaled at a, at a large, um, at a large level, at a high level. I kind of had this realization one day that um, I was like, well, I could help like, you know, maybe 50 people in a year go through like a program like this and have life changing transformation and all that kind of stuff. And yes, that's really good. But um, as I was seeing them become so reteachable and scalable, I was like, I can just help coaches who already are surrounded by the same type of communities like that I used to be in, learn these things and be able to then take it to their members and then they can each go help whatever, 20, 30, 40, 50 people a year, right? So I started thinking in this more exponential mindset. And one of the prime motivators there was the fact that modern lifestyle was kind of, in my opinion, sort of like spiraling out of control at this point as um, smartphones became like, you know, always all the time everywhere and social media always all the time everywhere. Netflix been, you know, like this is, believe it or not, like that stuff's only five or six years old, really. Of like everybody has these things in their hands all the time. Um, and I was just seeing it and, and, you know, it was becoming a real thing. So that ripple idea was just uh, overtook me. And I was like, yes, this needs to be a coaching program. Um, but I had, I was still having trouble communicating and talking about it because I, in my mind, I was like, I know I can help people live healthier lives. That's what it, in my mind I was like, yeah, come work with me. I'll help you be healthier and happier and thrive. But like, I didn't really know how to communicate why. It was still a little bit of a struggle to communicate what made it, what I do different. Um, I didn't really know how to necessarily find an audience now. Like it it was different than having a physical location. I learned (laughs) the hard way that people just kind of, you know, show up for and whatnot. I just was like, oh, you know, it'll be tough to get the first five, 10 clients and then they'll all be happy. And then they'll all, you know, spread, uh, you know, uh, multiply and all these types of things. But I was learning that there was just so much more to it than that as far as content creation and whatnot. So it just like, it took a little bit of time to catch on from that, that going online. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm just trying to think. So, so anyway, yeah, so I'm struggling, I'm struggling, right, to get online. And I basically uh, now in a pretty tight financial spot because it's now been, I don't know the timeline exactly, but like, well over a year probably close to two years since i had stepped away from the gym and you know without really much study you know this you know kind of on and off stuff when in person and whatnot but it wasn't like a thriving business like i used to have and 
finances were more than tight. I'm starting to think long-term on all these things. And I'm realizing that I'm having, I, there's a lot for me to learn in this side. It's not like running, it's different than running a gym. We didn't have as much confidence. So I decided to enroll in a business mentorship program on the kind of the marketing aspect, sales aspect, just to learn how to communicate what I do better and help I, people, uh, help identify the people that need me, communicate what we do, communicate how it works and you know, get them to take action that they wouldn't take on their own and, and change their lives. So in this program, I met a gentleman by the name of Jordan Todd. You know, pretty cool guy. I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wouldn't say that, but yeah, no, uh, yes, yeah, so I met Jordan Todd, and you know, well, that's where we met, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. I should say. Yeah, and uh, so why don't you give us a little rundown of like you know that that stage for you? Yeah, yeah, guys, and so like Brian was mentioning, we were both in a an online coaching business mentorship course, and as Brian was talking there, uh, as he was describing his challenges with like talking about what he does and everything in the early stages of this, Brian, I think, I think he reached out to me, slid in my DMS, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, slid uh, slid in the DMS and we, yeah, we just started talking. I remember we got on a call or something and at the start of it, I'm like, I have no idea what this guy's doing. Like he was trying to break it down. No idea what he was talking about or where it was really going. Didn't know if it was a coaching program. Like it was, it was completely out there, but I'm like, I like this guy you know, he's cool. He's passionate about something and like, it's cool. So like, let's stay in touch. And then we just kept talking and, and going from there. And then eventually one thing led to another and, and now we're here, but to, to back that up a little bit and, and give you guys a little bit of the rundown of how, you know, I got here and kind of the um, crossroads came to meet with, with Brian and I is, you know, it's, it's cool because I think Brian tells the story of the gym owner leading towards this direction. And, and my side really is more telling the story of the professional coach, uh, which, you know, for who we see O2-3 being most effective for, those are really the two main archetypes of like you know, gym owner or professional coach, someone who wants to make their life, make their career helping other people. And so from like a real high level, you know, I, I started coaching CrossFit, uh, group coaches, group uh, classes and things of that nature, going deeper into the personal training side, uh, specializing in specific personal training modalities, going fully online, all of this stuff. And I did it all quite well. Like I did it all successfully by like the typical metrics of success. And yet I still was never happy with like the career I was building or like the results that I was delivering for people. And yeah, it's not necessarily that I was failing at it, but it's just that I didn't really want the successful version of what that career could deliver for me. And so to back that up to to the very start there and start at the beginning is like, I got into coaching very organically. I was a a fairly high level athlete. I was playing um, high level hockey And I was fortunate to actually get into CrossFit very, very young. I started doing CrossFit in middle school when I was 11 years old. We basically had a CrossFit class in middle school, which is wild. But um, but that's where it started, uh, you know, over the years doing that training for sport and loved it. You know, I was essentially better at training than I was at my sport. But, you know, it was uh, that was just the way it went. And then got to a point when uh, I was training at a gym. It was a one man show startup CrossFit operation. And uh Basically, you know, he was looking to grow and needed some help. He saw me just obsessing over this stuff and being kind of a mutant in the gym. And he's like, hey, do you want to coach? I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds like fun. And uh, started doing that part-time while I was still playing, actually. And as soon as I was done, my career uh, finished up hockey. It was like, okay, what's next? Well, let's jump into coaching full-time. And was fortunate to have an opportunity to do that. And, And that's where that really started taking off. I was coaching four to six classes a day. 
um, making, I think I was get, getting paid $12 a class for the first like three or six months or something. So you can, you can do the math on that. And there's, you know, the dead time in between not making very much, but it's like, this seems cool. Let's, uh, let's go with it. And so started doing that, started growing and, you know, got more certified and the pay was going up and stuff and got into a pretty decent spot with that. And the big thing was coming with me that the big kind of, I should say the first moment where it clicked to me that fitness wasn't going to be the answer was when I was at a spot where externally, like I looked like I had fitness and health, all this dialed in, like I was crazy strong. I was like super shredded, all these things. And I still just didn't like myself. And I was like generally living an unhappy life. And it's like, wait, like I have all these things. I'm working out really hard. I have all those things down. And like, I wake up every day and I'm not excited about the life I'm living. And so all of these things coming up, it's like, well, more fitness isn't going to solve that problem. And like, I tried really hard to have fitness solve that problem. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, no matter what I did, it it never really, uh, never really clicked for me. And so from there, like my, my progression started going, I, I went and actually saw a life coach. Uh, someone that I worked with. And that just completely changed my world. Uh, it was not what I was expecting, but it just opened my eyes up to, well, an entirely different world, an entirely new way of thinking and, and seeing myself, seeing the world, seeing other people, relationships, all these things. And from there, like I really started exploring this stuff myself. You know, when you get that first kick of like, wow, this feels good. It's like, you're going to keep going for that. And you're going to keep looking in and, and putting the same type of obsession I had to fitness into this, uh, call it personal development. And from there, like I started talking about these things, you know, with the, the people I was working with in the gym, uh, with friends, with family, I started talking about it and started to realize that so many other people were also suffering with these types of things. You know, you can call it low grade anxiety, this like generally not happy with their life type of thing. And things were kind of starting to click. And, and I was starting to see it in, in my coaching now as well all of these, these people, you know, everyday people ranging from everyday, you know, moms and dads to even higher level athletes and things of that nature. I was seeing it, you know, they're in here working really hard, taking care of the fitness side of things, but there was still something else there. They still had these other issues that once again, more fitness wasn't going to solve. And from there started gravitating from personal or sorry, group coaching more to like a personal training side out of like career necessity. You know, you, you can only make so much and make a, a living coaching group classes so much, but so gravitated more into the personal training session. And this is where it really started to click because I was, you know, work, you know, personal training sessions where people were paying a hundred, $120 a session, they would show up and we literally wouldn't exercise. We would talk for an hour of this personal training session. And it's like, well, they still need their workout, but clearly the workout is so low on the totem pole of what is going to move the needle in their life. So like, how can we have like a formal way to talk about this stuff and get the workout in and do all of this at the same time? And that was when it was really starting to click. Cause this was like, I would have clients where half of their sessions, this would be the case. We would come in and we would just be talking about shit that's going on. And, uh, and this is where I really started to develop the skill of like connecting with people and, and being able to go into the spot. So people would open up and I would hear the shit going on in their life, but I didn't have anything to really help them. Mm-hmm. Like other than, than just listening and hearing where they're at which then just brought the question like, well, life coaching is what changed my life. Well, do I, should I just go be a life coach then? Like, is that the thing? And I looked really seriously into that. I got on a couple of calls with like life coaching academies and certifications and stuff like that. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. I want to help these types of people, but something about that still just didn't seem right. 
it felt like it was almost the same idea as fitness, just in another area. It was still kind of micro and zoomed in. It's just was, it was more in like call it the mindset, personal development world. And, you know, with, even with myself, with the, the life coach that I was working with, we never talked about sleep, nutrition, movement, these other things that are obvious factors in how you live your life. And, and the other thing is I wanted to stay in fitness. I wanted to bring this to the fitness world and life coaching felt like something that was just completely separate. And, and I wanted to have something that I can bring to this world and help with the people that are already in front of me in the CrossFit mm -hmm. fitness space, because this is where like my heart lies. This is where it's been from, from the beginning. And so to keep going along the kind of trajectory of this, this was when my coaching really uh, began to go fully online. Um, I had left the, the gym that I was coaching at. I looked around and realized I could go coach somewhere else, but it's basically gonna be the same reason that I was, you know, didn't like this, the, the system yeah. at the old gym in a different place. So the only real setup left was like, okay, I'll go online. I'll go start my own thing. And so did that uh, at this point, for those of you guys familiar with like the, the active life model is I was pretty much exclusively doing that type of coaching, helping people get rid of their chronic pain, not going to the doctor, having to miss the gym. And I was pretty good at it. I was, uh, I was, I was doing that quite well, but it was another type of, uh, it was a different type of the same thing where I would help people, someone get rid of their knee pain or their back pain, but yet we would still be having conversations about how there's something else going on in their life that they're not happy about. And it felt like we were just like chasing unhappiness around their body. It's like, oh, well, my knee hurts. This is the current discomfort. Well, my knee doesn't hurt. Well, now it's my relationship. That's the discomfort. Oh, well, that's fine. Like it's, it, there was always something else and I didn't have the tools to go into this, which is where this is where the, the start of my real uh, building of this stuff came into play, where I was having very rudimentary type systems for, uh, for, for the people I would work with here, where, you know, we would start with a consultation call where we're actually talking about this stuff. We would start, you know, opening up what's going on in their life, what else is going on, have regular check-ins and stuff and, and discussing what's, uh, you know, the, the lifestyle type factors. And um, within all of this, I still wasn't really getting the results I want. And it was driving me crazy. You know, I was feeling generally unfulfilled in prescribing exercise and, and programming really did not feel that enjoyable, regardless of the outcome I got. I didn't like sitting there typing, you know, X and O's and these things from the physical aspect. My clients, people I was working with weren't getting the help and the results I knew that, uh, that they wanted. And it ultimately it's like, felt like my career was kind of feeling capped and plateaued. And it's like, once again, the successful version of this, the most successful version of this wasn't something I wanted. Mm -hmm. And, and so within all of this, I, I knew it had to encapsulate all of it. And I didn't want to just pull it apart and focus on one thing. And I certainly wasn't using the words yet, but I knew it had to be a holistic lifestyle system that brought it together. And, uh, and, and that's when I met, that's when I met Brian. Yeah. So I was, I was coming together and, and putting it all in and a couple more things there uh, to, to share on this as well. But that was basically the story of how we got here and, and what was leading me to make it a very much a, a hell yes. When, uh, yes. when Brian posed the question of like, Hey, do you want to, you know, go in on this with me? Yes, thank you for that, that detailed summary. That's um, a, a very important part of the story, obviously. Before I, uh, I pick up from there, a couple of things that came to mind while you're talking. One is this idea of this theme that we're seeing between you and I both of like, it's not that we're not succeeding, it's just that success in this you know, capacity isn't uh, enough, really. It's not completely fulfilling. And it's funny because it's, congruent to what we see are seeing just like with fitness in general it's like not that going to the gym four or five times a week and, and having a good coach and pushing yourself hard and all these types of things not that that's not bringing people success 
it's just not enough for you know what we need in our modern lifestyle, what we need to live truly fulfilled, healthy, happy, well-rounded, holistic lives. And so it's not like you know, fitness is it's failing necessarily. It's just the best version of that isn't just enough for um, for what what we need. Um, so anyway, I just thought that that was an interesting point. And I and and like you said too, just like the idea of having a formal way. I think when you shared about like the one-on-one stuff, especially every coach has been in that position where you know you start to realize that these sessions are becoming mostly like sort of talking. Um, you're just kind of holding space for them, but again, not like with any sort of structure to it or clarity or on why or how this will work. And um, I, I say to coaches quite a bit, like they're not oversharing, right? When, coach, when people are like, it's not that they're oversharing. It's like they're asking for help. Like they don't maybe even realize that they're doing that. And they might not be like saying, I need help with this specific thing. If they're like, you know, ranting about their husband or wife or whatever, it's like not your job to come and fix like their marriage, right? But the idea is that they're, asking they're trusting you to be you know, they're trusting you as someone to be involved with important matters in their life other than just the fitness right so mm-hmm. it's a it's a sign that that's a frequent thing or um that's a sign that you know you're the type of person people look up to in, in these in these types of things and that you're an influence to them and something they can trust so totally um, and, and just holding that space is valuable that's mm-hmm. something where you are, are likely one of the few people in their lives that they can talk with that. And that's a great place to start. But because they're doing this, you have the opportunity to help guide them now, which is that next step. And, and that's where like, I was feeling like, I don't want to be having this same conversation and listening to you talk about this forever. I want to be able to, to help you in a way that we don't need to keep talking about this same yep. thing over and over. Yep. And, and that was the real kind of driving factor where it's like, I want to help with this and not just have, not just listen um, yep. and be that kind of sounding board for you, which is what, yeah, led to the desire for, for more. Yeah. And in that position, it's like, but what would it look like? And how exactly would I do it? How do I build it into my business? And how do I communicate it, you know, to a client exactly what we're going to do? And that's where most, so, so many, I shouldn't say most, that's where so many coaches are in their journey right now. Um, so, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, shoot, I distracted myself a little bit. Where did we, so you, uh, yeah, so we started going back and forth, kind of giving you an idea where I'm at and we were just kind of keeping each other updated on, on each, each other's business. And so one little funny note too, I just want to mention, because it's always a reminder to me of like, uh, just trusting the timing and sorts of things is that we actually, the first call we connected on, it was after a group call, I reached out to you because you were talking about, you know, your situation, which sounded very similar to mine, you know, in, in a lot of ways. And I was like, hey, you know, um, this is what I'm working on. You know, you want to like, be curious to hear your thoughts, this and that. And really what I was looking for, I think, was like a little validation. I like I'm on the right path here or whatever and whatnot. But it was funny. I remember later on, we had maybe the second or third time that we had started, you know, talking about this stuff. You, like, I asked you like where you were in the course or, or something like that. And you're like, oh, no, I finished that like, a couple months ago. And I was like wait what are you talking about like you're only supposed to be on the call so why you're in the course and you're like what really I'm like, yeah you're not supposed to be on the call once you're done and and then you were like oh i didn't know that and i was like so that, like it's funny because like, technically you weren't supposed to be there and we yeah. never we didn't actually take the course at the same time so we wouldn't have we wouldn't have crossed paths this way so um, that's funny i remember that yeah, yeah. It, was, it was an eight-week course and you were supposed yeah. to have access to the calls for eight weeks yes. and i just kept showing up you just kept showing up <laughs> and no one ever told me not to so it's like okay yeah and and that's where it happened yep that is funny that's funny i always remember that part mm-hmm. um but anyway so 
um yeah so so yeah, uh, yeah well from from yeah. there oh, yeah i'll go ahead from from there it was just a matter of like yeah we were back brian and i were back and forth quite a bit he, he was starting to sort things out and it, it had turned into 023 by that point yes it, it was 023 and also actually funny story i don't know if you remember this one also um well shout out the coach that we worked with name is xander fryer yes um from high impact coaching who's all, honestly like a phenomenal coach like i mm -hmm. really learned a lot and had a lot of respect for for him um, for where we are today, yes. but I don't know. Do you remember when he, he basically told you your idea yes. was bad. It's yes. like, <laughs> his this, exact this word, yeah. go ahead. No, what, what were his exact words? His exact words were throw it away. Yeah. You, you should, you need to throw this away and build something new. And, um, and not to call him out because I understood the point of what he was trying to say. He was trying to teach people that you have something, you think it's good, but like, it's not, I couldn't explain who it was for. And in all these types of things, and he's like, if you can't explain what it's for, then build something with a specific person and specific yeah. and clientele in mind. Yeah. Um, but I never forgot that. And I definitely was not going to listen to him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what also, I just wanted to highlight that also, because I don't think we've ever actually even talked about this. I was, I was on that call and hearing you try and describe it. I'm like, yeah, I still have no idea what this guy's talking about. <laughs> and so it's like, obviously a business coach hearing you have no idea what you're talking about. In terms of the delivery, it's like, yeah, he's like, throw it away. He's like, it sounds like you made a product that isn't valuable to anyone. Yeah. It was kind of the intention he was going with. And for you to hear that from someone, you paid a whole bunch of money to help you with your business, to hear that from them and like double down and stick with it. Like that takes balls and commitment and a lot mm -hmm. of um, inner knowing that this is something where it's like, no, I know what I have is good. I just got to figure out what to do with it, yeah. which is, yeah. is really where, you know, things started to come together. Uh, where you, I know you enrolled a first couple of clients. I think you had four clients or something coaches in the program before I like fully committed. And yeah, that was where so. it's like, okay, so there actually is some, he's got some going on yeah. here. It's not just this crazy idea. And, uh, and that's when, yeah, we came together. I, I know I had done a little bit of kind of call it mini consulting with like one or two of the clients, um, that you were working with at that point. And then you had basically said it was this idea of, Hey, I'm all in on this. I need someone else who is also all in on this. And I want it to be you. And at that point, it's like, yes, this was like a no-brainer um, to to make that happen, and that's basically where we've been ever since. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fun. I'm glad we recapped that a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, yeah, because in my mind, just to get not, to get back to that point for one second, I was in my what I felt I had was an entirely new way to teach health, basically, to people in the fitness space, like like a revolutionary ideas, and as far as I was concerned, and. And I still stand behind that in a lot of ways. Um, and a lot of our clients can back me up on it. Um, and again, I understood what he was saying, but like, I was like, no, you don't get it. Like, I just because I can't describe it, I'm like telling you, like, I'm gonna have a new way of teaching health. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay. You know, everybody, everybody thinks their thing is special yeah. and different. Um, so it's kind of a funny thing. And it'll be even yeah. funnier, you know, 10 years from now to, to look back on too. Exactly. Um, yep. But, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, let's jump into you talk through, you know, that kind of first year and then really this, yeah. uh, okay. this, this, you know, journey in a nutshell a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Um, yeah. So that first year, and, and like you said, it had become O two three during that process of like, I nailed down the name that immediately helped coaches understand like, Oh, okay. I get it. Right. Like, which was one of the biggest hurdles I was battling. It's like, I don't get it. Um, and, 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 uh, it was getting easier to talk about and describe. We were getting coaches coming in and with like coming in already, like, yo, this is great. Like, I mean, this is what I need. This is what my clients need. Like 
this is the next thing, this is the future. And so I was hearing a lot of that, which was obviously encouraging and validating something that I was in need of because I was, you know, losing, losing that steam a little bit. Um, and in that first year, we certified over 50 coaches. And that was a big accomplishment for us. It was um, during COVID, really. So this was, we kicked off literally like January 1st, 2020. Um, was like the first, like officially, all right, here we go, January 2020. So obviously everybody knows two months later, it's like most of our clientele, which are gym owners and coaches are like, I don't even know if I'm going to have a job or a business. I can't really be thinking about like taking my career to the next level right now. Um, so we started off with a bang for the first few months. Like, here we go. The coach is coming in. They're loving the program. We're, you know, learning a lot. We're evolving. We're seeing things we can do better and all that stuff. But it was also, then it was just like, like to a halt for a few months. Well, people, again, we're just like, I, this isn't a concern of mine until I like know a little bit more about my future. So then we shifted a lot of, we did a lot of um, helping coaches take their business like online and do it that way based on what we had been having success with and what we had been learning because it was kind of like a mad, mad rush to take your business online and offer something different and new, which is all the boxes that we check. Um, so anyway, they, a lot of great stuff came out of that first year. You know, coaches, were, you know, they love the mission. They love the content, like ahas, light bulbs, you know, left and right, the teaching lessons, uh, their personal journey during the program, their personal changes. Most coaches came in not thinking that was going to be a big deal because they're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to learn some stuff. And, and, and so surprising to a lot of coaches in that way. And then there was lessons that we learned too. Um, one was that, you know, we just, it was way too much material. First and foremost, I think it was like 80 video modules that first version of the course. Um, and then it was a little too open-ended in the application of like how they were going to apply with their clients. And I was just in this, in this, in this mindset of like, I don't want to take any creative freedom from anybody. You know, I don't want to say do it this way, or this is the best way to do it even though I knew which ways were, you know, definitely better than others and most effective. Um, and then I started, you know, we kind of, we, we, we learned a little bit. And then year two, it almost actually breaks down almost exactly by year, the way this, this rolled out, we decided to make a pretty radical pivot and we ended up swinging like too far the opposite way. So we decided to go direct to consumer, meaning instead of working with coaches, we're going to actually take this program to consumers, um, using you know, hiring back some of the coaches that had gone through our program the previous year, and it, we switched from like way too open ended. I don't, you know, you you build it with how you want it. To we're going to literally do everything for you, build you a done for you turnkey program. And again, there was wins. We had people that succeeded as from a client standpoint, and then there was a lot of lessons as well. Um, mostly that. We, people don't want us to do every single thing for them, right? We don't, they, they, we were, you know, there was aspects that were, were correct in that, like not wanting to take that creative freedom. And then also that different coaches have different sort of clients and um, demographics and communities and backgrounds. And to have a one program for all of that, we realized it wasn't exactly right. So currently we've struck a balance that feels far superior than either two versions because we've been able to 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 do both and uh, we've been able to take what we learned from both and, and combine it so the content itself is like super streamlined now super streamlined delivery the teaching lessons have been refined through iteration you know multiple iterations now for just the most clear concise to the point language that's you know easy to digestible repeatable all those types of things 
It's everything you need, but nothing you don't. Nothing you don't, which was a part of the issue at the beginning. It's like, I wanted to teach every single thing I had, a piece of knowledge I had in my head. A lot of it wasn't relevant or applicable. So it's digestible and it's enjoyable, right? Well, and that's part of the reason it's enjoyable is because it's so digestible. Um, now we do everything in high energy group cohorts where I didn't mention this, but everything was done one-on-one -on -one previously. They would do video modules online and then have a one-on-one -on -one call each week, which was effective, but not as energizing, um, not as much community side of it, not as much accountability, um, you know, just being the opportunity to be surrounded by people on this journey were more limited. And now it's just like we've struck a really you know, perfect blend of the personal challenge and professional challenge, like meaning your personal journey, we're going to we're going to push, we're going to try new things. We're going to have the opportunity for them to they're going to have the opportunity to really make substantial changes in their own lifestyle and, you know, have, um, you know, really massive uh, growth and evolution. Uh, on the personal and then again on the professional side as well without being so overwhelming without being um but also not being just like oh this little thing i, I pop in and check out once a week right it's like they're invested in the in the in the right kind of way and because we spent a year building building out an entire system of meaning like the coaching programs the assessments the accountabilities the lesson plans the tool the resources the tools all these types of things now we have all those things kind of done for you, resources, tools, yet they're all left with um, just enough room for some personal flavor, some creativity, some, some touches where coaches can take the things that they've learned throughout their career in other places, books they read, things where they've had success, other knowledge they had, and, and mix it into their program. So they have their own personal 023 system, their own signature system, really, that has all of their best stuff in one place. So they don't have to you know, kind of have different offers and different options for different things. It's all in one place. Yet it's like, you know, they don't have to build all those things themselves from scratch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, a great place to really, you know, um, like that brings us to modern day that brings yeah. us to, to where that's we are at this point. And, and I, you know, talking about the importance of this episode is I think it just exemplifies the fact that you know 023 has been around for about, about three years now coming up on you know about three years officially mm -hmm. um this is something that has been the life's work of us for a lot longer than that mm -hmm. and and showing the journey and the trajectory that led us to this place to get to the spot where this started and and then talking about you know the last three years that it has been how you talk it's like really has been almost like a like yearly breakdown mm -hmm. um, almost perfectly with that that it's been three years now of spending every single day waking up and looking about how we can deliver the best lifestyle optimization systems possible to the coaches of the world in this, uh, you know, in, in the fitness world. Mm -hmm. And so that's been our entire mission. That's been our entire day-to-day -day process that we've been dedicated to of refining, figuring out what works, what doesn't, and how we can do this the most effectively so that we can have the best systems in the world, the best things to, to deliver, which is, you know, where we're at. And we feel like we're in the best iteration at the moment. Um, and we know we're going to keep getting better. We know mm -hmm. we're going to keep improving and keep going forward. And so with that, obviously our mission is to get this out to as many coaches as possible. So if listening to this is something that resonated with you, if there's any points we were talking about from the, the gym owner, from the coaching standpoint that felt like you clicked in and resonated with in a way that has you interested in learning more, then, then we would love to talk with you. We would love to be in touch. And uh, uh, we would love to give the opportunity to explore this area and see if it's something that is for you. And so, which was another big reason why we decided to make our level one free. 
because we know there's coaches out there who have an inkling, this intuition in them that there's something more for them, but it can be scary to take that leap and just mm-hmm. jump right in. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to be able to give you the opportunity to you know, feel it out and see if this is something that gets uh, that that is for you um, while simultaneously getting the baseline skills in the hands of every coach you possibly can. Mm. So if you're someone who you know resonated with this, if there's anything that's of interest to you, please reach out to us. Um, you can find us on Instagram at 023 underscore lifestyle underscore systems, um, or you can just send me an email at jordan at 023coach.com or check out our website, 023coach.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you'll find everything you need there. So again, if there's anything that lined up, if you feel like interested, feel called to learn more, we would, uh, we would love to be in touch with you. So Brian, do you have anything yeah. uh, less to lastly to, to wrap us up here? Um, just a quick little thought there. Just like we were talking about the mission a little bit. It's like, it's funny how for us at certain points, we, we, you know, the, and so I was gonna say one thing we've done really, really well in these last few years is tear down and throw out things that aren't working and rebuild. Um, sort of like ruthlessly in some sense, like as soon as we see that this isn't the best, there's a better way to do it. It's like everything stops and that's becomes the priority focus. And um, it's funny because in, in some ways that's like felt frustrating at times and it's slowing us down and we're, you know, gonna, it's less people, you know, that we're going to reach and less people that we can ultimately help. But at the same time, it's almost like the industry has been catching up in some ways to our forward thinking and our, you know, the, the, this idea where, you know, 20, back when I'm walking around the woods barefoot in 2017, writing my journal, like the ideas I had, like, the, you know, in a lot of ways, the world and industry wasn't really going there. It wasn't really there yet. And now we're just getting coaches that are coming in like, like, wow, like, wow, like, this is what I was thinking, but this is where I've been waiting for. This is what, like, the thing, like, and that's really, really cool. And um, now we're ready for that. Now we have everything we need to, to fulfill that person to give that coach everything they need to step into this fully and um you know the coaches are coming literally from all over the world and we cannot be more excited about it and if like jordan said i just wanted to echo that like if that's you if that feels right to you please without uh, even thinking for a second reach out and just tell us about your situation what you're thinking where you're looking the types of feelings you're having about your fulfillment and your, and your vision for your career and uh we'll talk and we'll see what works. And if it's, if it is, sounds like this is going to be the right move for you, we'll get you going in that level one right away. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, as I was taking notes, preparing for this, like, I was just thinking like, man, I wish I had this five years ago. Mm-hmm. I wish I had this to go through when I was, you know, coming up as a coach and, and looking to bridge. And I mean, you know, the, the only, the, the only thing better than having it in that time is being a part of building it. And, mm-hmm. and putting it together for, for coaches of the future. So once again, just a reminder that yes, the 023 level one is free for qualified coaches. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, would like to learn more, reach out. We just blabbered on all the different spots. You can reach us, search 023, you'll find us. And uh, we're always happy to chat and see if this is something that is a, a next step for you to take your career to the next level. So with that said, this is a good place to wrap up. Thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you in the next one. Peace.